Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time, the Vinny Rock Podcast. Yo, what up? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. I got my boy, B-Sip. <laughs> you know it. Uh, my, he's in the house right now. But before we get to that, let's just get through these sponsors. Look, a lot of people hit me up about Core Medical Group. It's funny how it's taken this long for people to trust that uh, I have in the, the most utmost uh, uh, honest opinions about these guys. They have helped me get to where I want to be. Right now, I'm at 260. The goal is to get down to 259 today, actually. What, what? Uh, Try to go get down to 250. It's all important because Core Medical Group helped get my hormones regulated. And without that, I never, I would have been, it's an uphill battle. If you guys don't know that, go get your fucking testosterone checked. And if you got low testosterone, it's an uphill battle trying to get yourself back to where you want to be. I got myself regulated. I'm taking my, 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 my shots and my stuff the right way. And I've actually got a good diet plan going on right now. So now I am dropping weight and it feels good. Big Poppy might actually have abs by 40. Go hit up Core Medical Group. And, and yeah, if you have erectile dysfunction issues, very discreetly, they will help you out. I promise you, dude. It's, uh, it's, it's not... Uh, something people talk about openly, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of guys who hit me up about this, and I'm just here to help out the relationship, the love life, and just feeling good again. Go hit up Core Medical Group. If you guys need to, hit me up directly. I'll send you a direct number that you can text. Beyond Clothing Outdoor Expeditionary. Uh, it's a layered system. Oh, yeah, the winter's coming fast. I'm not sure if you guys are in Salt Lake City at all, but we've had a cold front that is kicking my fucking ass. I got my Beyond Clothing stuff ready to go. You guys should too. Go hit them up. Promo code Rocco. Willie Pete's chocolate. Have you tried them before? Have you, have you tried Willie Pete's? I'm going to have to get some scent here. I haven't tried Willie Pete's, but you know what? I'm going to have to. Dude, he makes it out of his fucking house. That's a veteran that learned how to make chocolate from his house and add different little uh, ingredients to make it better or worse or spicy, whatever you think. But I'm telling you right now, he's got one that is, that'll burn your fucking ass off. Your wife likes spicy stuff. She loves it, man. I don't have to get she, it for her. She would actually like this. But she's keto, bro. Oh, so we got to go like dark chocolate. I, you know what? I'm going to hit him up. Remind me, I'm going to text him so we can make a dark chocolate, a keto-friendly bar. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's a damn That's good a idea. idea. Just go ahead and put that on the books right there you now. you go. Put that on the books. Willie Pete's chocolates. Go hit him up. GMR Gold. That's your spot. If you want to learn about gold and silver and precious metals, go hit up their Instagram. Charlie tells you it like it is. Don't even forget, there's a bullion box. You can do, you can do a subscription-based model of getting precious metals sent to your fucking house. It's actually a really cool deal. Me and the, friend, the kids love it. Um, you get some precious silver, some gold, some fancy-ass coins. You can share them. You can trade them. You can do whatever the fuck you want right now. Gold is doing really well in the marketplace. Hey, if all it is is just for you and your kids to have communication between each other and have some, have some laughs and some smiles, fuck it. So be it. Go hit up GMR Gold, promo code Rocco. Let them know that I sent you either way. Perseverance Survival, home of the original Wooly hoodie. Do you like those? Love them, bro. Those are freaking The rad. moment I saw those come out, I was like, I have to have one. It's kind of like genius. Like, yes. I should have thought yes. first. Perseverance Survival did it first. Go check them out. They also have a, a bunch of different colors and patterns for ranger panties hit them up and also 
Barry Law. This is something actually pretty dope. Barry Law is a veteran-owned law firm that focuses on veterans getting their VA disability uh, requirements, or, or at least their percentages of what they deserve. If you don't have the, the VA rating that you deserve and you want someone to fight for you, you need an advocate on your side and someone who's been there, someone who's a veteran themselves, go hit up Barry Law. You can hit them up at PTSD Lawyers backslash Rocco, and you can check out my story ptsdlawyers.com backslash Rocco. Check them out. Barry Law. Uh, I'll make a post about him later on on my, my page as well. Uh, Modern Gun School, mgs.edu. You want to do distance learning armor school? Yeah. Modern Gun School does it for you. You can use your VA benefits. You can use your voc rehab. You want to learn how to be a gun armor in the peace of your own home during these COVID-19 years? Modern Gun School is the place for you. Go check them out on Instagram at, at Modern Gun School. And last but not least, Veteran. Veteran.com. We're still giving away two fucking motorcycles, $20,000. You know, all in efforts to help veterans and, and help veterans transition. This is going to be a big push. This is just the beginning of what we're trying to do with Veteran. Trust me, I'm going to post another video later today that I, I did for a clinic. We had a bunch of veterans show up and to have, have a beautiful day. We can talk about that in a little bit with my man, Brick. Give me a second. Yo, what up? It's the Venny Rock Podcast. I'm with my boy here, Brick Simpson. Uh, he is a veteran. He is a 13 Fox uh, MOS. He is a National Guard recruiter now for a, for a while. He's a family man, a Christian man, a businessman, and an all-around fucking badass dude who I just went camping with, and he showed me how to... Uh, Wipe my ass with a leaf. I appreciate that, dude. <laughs> hey, man. We're going to get weird here on this podcast. Let's just go ahead and put it out there. <laughs> no, man. I went camping with the family for like the second time ever. And I went with Brick's family. And it was, I mean, it was an incredible time. Uh, they have their shit together when it comes to camping. I definitely don't. And so we learned so much this weekend. Uh, it was a blast. But before we get to that, please, Brick, introduce yourself. Talk about. Uh, some of the initiatives that you're pushing right now, and and as well as like, look, I want to talk about your early on uh, entrepreneur stuff later on. So, but let's just just give it an introduction. Man. Absolutely, man. Hey, my name is Brick Simpson. Uh, I've been in the military for just over 20 years. Uh, a couple stateside mobilizations, one 18 month tour in Iraq in 0506. Um, I was with an artillery unit, Triple Deuce, out of Southern Utah. Uh, I was technically a 13 Fox, but I was in a unit that really didn't have a need for a 13 Fox. So I ended up being like a jack of all trades, basically, uh, Italian RTO. We did, uh, route security clearance and things like that. OPs. We did fob security. Um, we did lots of different stuff. We had an awesome artillery mission with counterfire. Uh, it was probably one of the greatest moments of my life in my military career to actually be there doing something that you feel so tied to yeah. and good about. Because yeah. at those times, it was like, go America, right? right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to, it's funny. I talk, I had like this long drive to Cedar City with a buddy of mine the other day. And we, he's asking everything. He's curious about military and everything else. And he's like, <clears throat> does it ever feel like maybe you were there for the wrong reasons? And, and I explained, I was like, no matter what, you're fighting for the belief of we're defending America and we're fighting for the cause and whatever the real reason is, I don't fucking know. Right. right. I, think it, I think it's so far out of my pay grade and as, as my level as a human being, it's, it's politics. It's all these other things that, that come into play and down the road, they can say, Hey, yeah, it was all for oil, whatever the fuck they want to say. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Bro. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah. The only thing that matters is where your heart and mindset was when you were there. My greatest experience being in a different country like that was the effect that we were able to have on the people, especially the kids. Yeah. Right. So that's what I hold on to as a veteran is those positive notes of that. Yeah. And I don't care what the politics were. Right. We as a 110 person unit from Richfield, Utah. Yeah. We knew why we were there. Right. And it didn't matter what the politics were. Yeah. No. And, and you're there for the brothers to the left and to the right or your sister to the left and to the right, protecting them and, and for the cause of, you know, if this is what my country needs me to do, this is what I'm going to do. Absolutely, bro. I, I can tell you the first night that we were there, yeah. we, we start, we're, we're getting shelled, right? And there's just this, this moment. I mean, I probably slept for 30 seconds that night because we're, we're in a tent. We're doing our relief in place. You're our rip. coming and you're just like, okay, it's either going to hit me or it's not. Bro, yes. You, you have no idea, right? Especially yeah. the first night in country. Yeah. So we're just like get, trying to get down and figuring this out. Yeah. And I had a moment where I'm like, you know what? This is, this is ineffective. I can't live like this in this country. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Yeah. I have to be okay with that. Yeah. And that's ultimately what was led me to be able to do my job. I mean, that's, you have to accept death. Yes. You have to. I remember I remember the same thing where you're just like, look, I joined in a combat arms position knowing that I wanted to see combat. For me, it was like I wanted to be infantry, but not even the infantry, just combat arms. I wanted to be combat arms because I wanted to see combat. If I was going to go and do the job, I personally wanted to be a part of the, the hands-on part of it. Absolutely. Right. And then in, in doing that, you have to know, like, I started watching movies like fucking Black Hawk Down, right? I'm just like, yeah. oh, shit, this is crazy. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. But you start to accept the fact that it's okay to die for this country, right? Yes. And there's been fucking plenty who's done it before us, and they're always honored and respected. And, you know, in my life at that time, I, I wasn't honored or respected. I was just a dude played college baseball who had a drinking issue, you know? Right, I mean? absolutely. So... It would be nice to have a life that is honored and respected other than what I'm doing as a college baseball player with long, stupid hair. You know what I mean? And so it was the purpose I needed. Absolutely. And you know, that's the funny thing. You can take that purpose and it depends. It matters what you do with it after that, right? Because those life lessons we learn through the military, they shape and they mold us into something different and and you evolve over time. But now, I mean, all the things that you have going on in the veteran community, I can't think of one person in my circle or in a, a veteran community who's, who's trying to do more than you, bro. Like, uh, I, and, and that's, that's the truth. It, it's real. And that's, oh, shucks, I'm blushing. <laughs> but it's true, man. And, and, and it's, it's like kind of what we're trying to do with the forge four project, right. you know? And I believe it's our, our responsibility or our noble obligation to try to give back to that community. Cause even though we're veterans and we've served, yeah. there's going to be plenty more behind us. Uh, dude. Yes. Well, let's get real quick before we can talk about that. Cause I think I, I, that's like plenty more behind us. That's the truest statement. And that's something that for me, it's like, I, I want to remember, I want people to even think about this as well. Like think about the veterans who are uh, jumping into world war two. And then you got freaking the Korean war. You got freaking Vietnam war. All those guys knew that there was, they were doing this. And then someday maybe their kids or their grandkids would have to do the same. Right. Absolutely. There's always someone behind you. One of my sons might serve. One of my daughters might serve in a different conflict. But then it shits the same conflict that we right. My 17 year old turning 18 could potentially, and your son too, right? Right. So it's my sense, like, there's always someone behind us, but for some reason, the veteran community has been very selfish and, and not seeing it that way when it comes to business, when it comes to, to anything. And they're not mentoring the youth of the community. They're just, I guess, more selfish in their mindsets. And, and I'm just saying, in general, it seems to be a dog eat dog world in the veteran community in entrepreneurship, right? Bro. 
it, it has to change. That, that to. mindset has to change. And if we don't foster a different mindset, um, if you can't, if you're a veteran based company or a nonprofit, whatever, and you reach out to somebody else and they're turned off by you, yeah. that is insane to me. Yeah. That doesn't, it, when you succeed, we succeed. When I right. succeed, you succeed. I when I make it, you make it. Yes, man. And it's the truest statement out there, period, when it comes to veterans, because no matter what they're doing, if it's a good cause, we should be behind that as a community. And we should, you know, Look, I don't know what Wounded Warrior Project is now, but what they were had a really bad name for themselves because very little was actually going towards veterans and Absolutely. towards the corporation of running a nonprofit. And we as a, as a community should be fighting against those guys because those are the ones who are taking the funds out of some of the smaller organizations that are really trying to make huge impacts. Absolutely, So man. it's really this interesting thing about capitalism as well as like, you know, nonprofits in, in our society. We've definitely oversaturated our market of veteran nonprofits with everyone who has a bleeding heart for the subject and wants to help the community. Uh, we've all kind of gone against each other and, and hurt the community in the sense where less money goes to the community because it's, it's, it's spread out thinly throughout the rest of the community. Right. right? Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, kind of, I do. But, and we have to stop doing that. Like me as an actor in Hollywood, right? We're just like quotation marks, a quotation mark actor. I'm still not comfortable with like, like really <laughs> believing I should be there. But why would the fuck would I not train other veterans to be the better actor? Why would I not want to help mentor a young veteran to become the future Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt lead actor in, in action movies and whatever the fuck, right? Why wouldn't I? It's because of insecure. You right. see what I'm it's complete insecurity and complete lack of, of wanting to have that selfless service continue. Right. I don't give a fuck, right? Can I pay my bills? That's my, that's my thing. I'm not looking for a mansion. I'm not looking for a fucking ranch. I just need to know I can pay my bills. My kids are happy and I can spend more time with them. And in my quest for an actor, if all I'm doing is paving the way for other actors, veterans to really make a fucking footprint in Hollywood, well then so be it. That's a bigger success on the scale of success, right. bro. Like when you think about a legacy project or something that you're doing, if you're able to succeed in that case, you've, you've been massively successful, even if it isn't Rocco's name in lights as a lead character, yeah. right? If you need your name in lights, to make you feel fucking you made it, you're, you're, there's something else you need to check, right? right? Check that ego at the door. Yeah, man. I don't need fucking my name to be fucking, I don't, I don't like the fact that I go eat dinner and people will kind of sometimes stop me because I'm like, I just want to eat my dinner with my right. family. Right. I also understand the people that are inspired and motivated by that, my actions, which is like, it, it guess it's the residual effects of just really giving a fuck. Yeah. You know, I don't mean for that to be a thing, but it is the thing. And so be it. Right. But if I inspire others to do more than me, thank God, because we need more people doing it. Oh, absolutely, bro. And, it, and it's this mindset that I don't, I don't understand it. I've never had it. My mentality when it comes to success, yeah. anyone's success, yeah. dude, I will genuinely sit behind you and clap with a, the biggest smile on my face if you are successful or he is successful or she is successful, yeah. especially if it's in our veteran community. Bro. Right? It, it, you know, they say like your, your closest friends are sometimes like the, the ones giving the less the least amount of props and then people you don't even know on social media are just your biggest fan. Like absolutely supporter. Yeah. I got dudes. I don't know that are always like, bro, I just bought your song, bro. I just got your book, bro. I just watched mine's like fucking keep killing it. Yeah. I love that. I just den genuinely wish there wasn't this weird, uh, I don't know if it's jealousy and ego towards ourselves in the community. Like me and you, Britt, we, we became buddies right away. And it's like, absolutely what are you doing for the community. You're doing good things. I support you. Yeah. Whatever you need. What, let's figure it out. Same. Right? Yep.
Absolutely. That's the thing you did for me back. You're not asking for anything. You don't want nothing other than like, let's keep helping veterans. Absolutely, man. That's, it's, that's what we should be. It's a scarcity mentality. Right. When you're in the scarcity mentality, like if, if, if this person succeeds and they're doing the same thing that I am, that's going to take away from my success. Right. If you believe that, then it's true, right? Yeah. Whether you believe something is true or not, if it is in your mind, it is. Well, then you're always looking over your shoulder, seeing who's catching up. Exactly, man. Fuck and it, that. that doesn't matter. None of that, none of that matters, bro. You fucking sleep at night with that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how do you sleep at night thinking the world's trying to catch you? In my head, I'm like, no one can catch me. Right. Because I'm my own fucking feel, yes. right? I'm the, I'm the, I got my own foot on the pedal, and I'm going on my own speed in my own fucking universe. Like, no one's even in my world in my head. Amen, brother. That's what you have. To, you have to have that mentality of thinking that, but then also saying, you know, whatever I can do to bring people with me, Fresh. I'm going to do. Exactly. Right? Yep. And, and you live and breathe that, yep. and, and it's incredible. Try. Yeah. No, no, you do, man. And it's, it's something that should be highlighted more, but in our community, we have to understand those things. And, and you know, the, the mentality of what a veteran is has got to change as well. Oh fuck. That's, that's why veteran is better. Right. That's yep. why we, that's why we connected, you know, what I think we are our own worst enemies. And I've said it so many times, we are our own worst enemies when it comes to the subject, because we think of ourselves in a way that's unrealistic. Like we, it's, it's, I, I call people the Al Bundy of the fucking military community. Are you talking about your four touchdowns in one game in high school? <laughs> right. If you are, what the fuck have you done the rest of your time? In your yeah, life, man. Right? Like the veteran moniker, the veteran fucking logo or, 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 or label is nothing other than a high school diploma veteran and it's honored and respected and good for you self-service but self but selfless service but at the same time like do we forget that it's been the past 20 years we've been at war and it's been a hundred percent volunteer military bro people lose the that that concept right yeah. but your veteran career or your certificate whatever it is yeah. that should be a stepping stone for you to something better yeah that's why when i first heard veteran and i was like why the yeah. hell did i think of that bro <laughs> it's it's awesome and then the whole mentality of what that encompasses of being a better veteran yeah. better me better community that kind yes. of thing it, it is what should be on on fire in the veteran community right now yeah. because that's what we should be doing bro it, it's the most I, I know, dude. And it's funny, it's taken me this long to see it. I think I've been frustrated with the community myself because, uh, you know, I mean, shit, I was the guy, right? I, for, for a long time, I feel like, you know, me and, and, my, and the crew, the Article 15 crew, you know, as much as we're creating a laughter in comedy in the community, we're motivating, inspiring others to, to do entrepreneurship, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, I, we, we, we inspired thousands and thousands of veterans who are, who are successful, more successful than we've ever been. In, in being an entrepreneur because of what we did. 100%. And I love that. What I don't love was people taking the face value of comedy and believing it's factual. It's fact. That yep. is heartbreaking, dude, because yeah. we essentially were the reason and one of the reasons, right? There's others that did the same thing that promoted re really douchey kind of people. But we recreated the bro vet, right? And that bro vet moniker is really just like the guy who just thinks like, Drinking's cool, womenizing's cool, dressed in all your tactical swag is cool, and fucking fuck everyone else who, who has emotions, like, no fucks given, right? Yeah, yeah. That mentality that it's it's so close to the dysfunctional veteran mentality, Yeah, you can ball those up in the same circle and, and, and get confused on who's who, right? right? You have a room full of dysfunctional veteran fucking guys, and you have a room full of just these bro vets, you're going to sit there and be like, I don't know who's who anymore, because now we're so integrated into the douchiness of it, and, and it's changed. I'm saying this is was a small pocket of our veteran community that needs to realize like that's not the healthiest way people should see us right right like 
How do you integrate with society when only a small percentage of us have ever served? It, it's a that's a, a massive question, man, and and I don't think anybody's hit the nail on the head on how to do that yet. But what I will say, going back to what you're talking about, we all owe some position of thanks, I think, to you and that crew because you did pave the way. You you showed a lot of people that hey, there is something different you can be, right? And a lot of success came out of that from what you guys were doing for a lot of people. But now the mindset has to has to be changed and different. I mean, you think about all the military leadership, just that one concept alone, yeah. that military personnel get in their military career. They should be running Fortune 500 companies. They should be the yeah. entrepreneurs on the, uh, that are on yes. all of the magazines because they have the ability to do that. Yes. We're the most trained people walking out of an organization than anyone I can think of. 100%. You, uh, you, you name it, the we've been trained on it. We've spent millions on most and uh, we should be having that resume of, holy shit, bring me in here to run my company. Absolutely, bro. You think about just the leadership concept alone. What are people, people are getting paid six figures to go and run companies yep. and, or train them on leadership mentality, yep. right? I mean, you could look at guys like Jocko. He's killing it. Yep. And that guy, he's got it. He right. knows it. Nobody can, can argue his pedigree. Yeah. But there are a lot of other guys who could be doing that, even just on a smaller scale, because they have that. And, and I'm tired of, of the mentality of like, you know, here's my certificate. Here's what I did. I'm an OIF, yeah. OEF veteran. So praise me yeah. or, or whatever. Right. That shouldn't be your first move. Like I'm that's a fucking combat veteran. Yeah, man. Come on. Yeah. You were a combat yeah. veteran. And dude, and that's huge. Yeah. Use that. Let that be the fuel to create new paths and the, the lessons learned and training the rest of the world great leadership capabilities. Absolutely, man. And, and I'm not pointing the finger at me because I was, I was nobody and, and just a, a cog in the wheel, but I value that time that I spent, uh, in country or in combat or whatever so much. And the lessons that I learned about myself, yeah. what I was capable of. I had people always ask me all the time, brick, why are you so happy? And I got a chance to share, you know, yeah. certain things about my faith and those kind yeah. of things with people. And, and it, it meant so much to me. Yeah. And that was just a small aspect of that. Yeah. But you, if you are a veteran and you are doing nothing with the training that you have received now, you're failing yourself and you're failing your community. And your country. Absolutely, man. You were built for that. Yeah. And you need to let that carry into something else that's better. Here's the crazy thing about leadership. like, <laughs> and, and some people might get offended by this. Um, go look at all the life coaches right now that are successful in social media. Look at all of them. Almost every... Exclude Jocko, because yeah. I don't think he even calls himself a life coach, right, but I think right. in my head he is a life he is. coach, right? He's, he's dropping the fucking knowledge that I respect because of his experience in life. Yes. So whatever the fuck he says, I'm like, hmm. Probably good can apply that. Yeah. 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 And, and if I can't, cool. Just like every other leader in my, my career, I take what I love and I, and I get rid of what I don't. Right. right. But every other life coach out there, go look at their background. Dig deep. Like this, I'm just tired of people taking the face value of shit and taking it as fact. Go dig into all these dudes. I'm talking Garrett White. I'm talking fucking, um, what is it? Cardone. Something Cardone. All, Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone. Yep. Look at all these fucking dudes. Look at their background. They started in real estate. Yep. Real Huge concept. Why? Why, why is it real estate? In my opinion. Why do real estate agents go towards life coaching? Because real estate has made them a shit ton of fucking money. 
Right. And with a shit ton of money, you can build a fucking good marketing strategy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. It, it, Absolutely, man. Have, I can hire the right cameraman, the right fucking life coach people to help me build a fucking strategy. I can copy other people's fucking books. I can copy other people's strategies on how to life coach and make a video for myself while social media is still pretty early and new and capitalize on the space because I did it first. Right. That, that's a huge concept, especially when it comes to social media. Those guys who did it first. Oh, yeah. Sometimes the pedigree doesn't even matter because the following is huge. So people take it at face value. Bro, right, bro. So when, when you guys do that, and you're following these life coaches and you're and you're looking at their background, really dig deep into what they've fucking done in life. And for me, the biggest leaders of our time are the ones who are willing to lead with the most on the line. Right. Their fucking life. Yes. Or the life of their kids, I say. Their soldiers, their yep. men, their women that they are raising in their unit. That to me is a different pedigree of a leader. Absolutely. That, that to me is like, okay, do I pay a fucking thousand dollars a month to this fucking dude who was a real estate agent who fucking learned how to make a lot of money fast and then market himself really well? Or do I pay fucking a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars to the guy who actually served in combat, took guys to war, brought them back, lost some, knows what it's like to fucking face failure, admit all his mistakes, admit here's what he learned, here's what he didn't. Okay, I'm going to go with that guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. Yep. Yep. That's, that's the guy. That's the girl, whatever. And there's plenty of, of those guys out there. I mean, I'll name drop right now. I don't even know if he listens or whatever, but one of the greatest military leaders I've ever had in my life yeah. was Daniel Anderson in combat. He was my squad leader nice. and he taught me so much just about being a man yeah. and, and not aside from the military right. about getting shit done. Yeah. Right. And working hard and, and being sold out for whatever the cause was. Right. And so you talk about guys like that, man, I think about him. He comes to mind, right? Yeah. He could have done that. He was a firefighter and that's what he did. We were, uh, most of us were part-time yeah. guys that knew our job very well as artillery. We, we yeah. won some awards and stuff like that in combat, which is really cool. Really yeah. But, but he was that leader for me. Right. It's funny. Imagine if that guy put himself on a platform that millions could watch and how many more people he could influence. Trust me, man, bro. That's, I get it. that's my call of action to the veteran community. Right. I've seen guys who are trying to do this on a slower scale. And you know, it really comes down to this. Is there some kind of can I relate to the motherfucker, right? Yeah, yeah. It, do they have a valid experience to even sit here and be on this pedestal and talk? Right. Right? And like, are they presenting themselves well? Think about the guy who's an alcoholic and telling you to fucking stop drinking. Uh, that don't make sense, right? You're not leading from the front. You're not leading by example. Absolutely. Right? Jocko leads by, and, and I keep using his name because he's the biggest name in our community that is doing this. And I think he does it very well. And he does a lot of different things. And, I, and I'm just, just kudos to him and just saying, Guys like there's guys like that that don't have the pedestal that Jocko has right now. Right. Where are those guys at, and and who wants to do that? And why aren't we the fucking leaders in life coaching? Why aren't we training the world and how to be? Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons why. What do you think that is, Rocco? It's because we fucking we, we put the walls up for ourselves. Yeah. We put the walls up for ourselves. We believe that you know the world probably doesn't want to hear us because. The world is thinking about veterans as suicidal guys, as post-traumatic stress guys, you know, and I see it as like, no, 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 no. The world has so much more to learn from us because we face adversity. We absolutely shit. And we come back from that shit. We're the fucking fighters, dog. Yes. We're the fucking fighters, man. Brother, it, it's a it's a crazy thing to think about that and why 
that's not happening. But a lot, of, it's just like you said, the society we've, we've built that picture of what a veteran is. Yes. Right. And, and that's kind of our fault. We have to own that. 100% our fault. But also we're our own worst enemy at a lot of times as a veteran, because we, we get these things and say, okay, well, the military's taught me to be this. That's all that I am. That's not the case, Bro. man. Too many people, for no. example, let me use this as an example. Yes. So many people have a, a 20 plus military year career, yeah. right? And they get so used to being Sergeant Simpson. Yeah. They forget who Brick is. Yes. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So, so I tell people a lot of time now, I value being Brick over Sergeant Simpson because yeah. I'm getting toward that, you know, next five years yeah. or so I'm looking at retiring from the military, right. but I got to get comfortable being Brick again so I can be Brick in the real world. Bro, if you don't know who the fuck you are, how do you know where you're going to go? Yeah. Right? How do you know what you're going to try and be? Right. A lot of guys get in the military at 17, 18 years old. They get out of fucking 20, 21, and they're like, I don't have purpose. Like, motherfucker, because you don't know who you are. Yet. Yeah. Let's figure out who the fuck you are, and then we can right. figure out where you're going to go. What, where are your passions in yeah, life? exactly. Right? Bro, I asked my fucking 17-year-old daughter that. She had this project in school, and I'm like, she's like, Dad, the only thing I have to represent who, what, what makes me is my family. I'm like, that's beautiful. That's awesome. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, what else? Like, Mama... I know you, I raised you, and I don't know what you're passionate about, right? right? What is it? What drives you? What motivates you? Your family? Cool, but what about that? Is it teamwork? Is it, is it you, you like being in charge of them? What is it that drives you? Because I don't fucking know either. As right, dad. yeah. And this is something that I want us to establish for your own good. Yes. Know you. Look, I got into the military. I was 23 years old, dog. If that's not fucking old... Compared to everyone else in my fucking basic training, right. there was probably six of us that were above that age. There was right. me and then several other. And I knew who the fuck I was before I joined the military. Absolutely. And I think that's what made my transition a little bit easier than others, right? I still had my drinking issues. I still had post traumatic I still had all this other stuff. But I got out and was fucking, I'm a dad, bro. I joined the military. I was a dad. Yep. And what does dad want to do? Fucking, I, dad, I want to make my kids proud. Yeah. And and that is my fucking sole motivation in life. And it turned from one kid to two kids to three kids to four kids, right? And it continues. What do you got, like 17 now? 40 something, I think. I've lost count. (laughs) But the point is, like, that became who I am. I'm dad. Yep. Fucking dad, man. And what dad is going to do is make his kids proud. He's going to fucking lead by the front, leave example. I'm going to do all these things. But that was the motivation that drove me. Like, when people, what was your purpose? Like, well, it was paying the bills, dog. Yep. Paying the bills. Yeah. It was being a good influence as a good father to my kids. It was, it was giving them an opportunity that I didn't have. It was, you know, trying to get them college paid for that I didn't have that opportunity that I joined the military for, right? Like, I was fortunate enough to be old enough to really have those struggling years as a teenager, as a young teenager, as a drinking guy, as a college athlete, as a trying to figure out like, do I want my hair long or short? My tongue pierced or my ears pierced or my nipples pierced? What shoes do I want to wear, bro? Yeah, I'm going to wear Nikes or like, what's the fashion? Like all these weird things I went through and like seeing how awkward I was during those times is what I see veterans that are getting out at 20 or 21 years old or just awkward, awkward years. Absolutely. Who the fuck am I? Yeah, man. And they fall into... Who am I? But, oh, let's go find social media, the most biggest influencers in our community. And it was drinking bros. And that's who I am too. Yes. 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 That's where I felt like, man, we didn't, we didn't set them up for success by really giving them the human us 
the real version of us outside of the funny videos. But bro, you're here now. Right. And that's the difference, right? Right. And, and you are making a difference. I see it. Everybody sees it in what you're doing, right? And that's that's what we're trying to, to, to do as well with the Forge 4 project. Same kind of concept, right? right? Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the Forge 4. Well, absolutely. I mean, I want to I touch real quick yes, because on, on what you said about being a dad, everything that I've ever accomplished in my life came from motivation of being a dad. What, what does that mindset really break down to? It's being selfless, right? Yes. And, and, and I'm not saying, hey, I'm the most selfless person in the world. I get selfish too, right? Yeah, but Sometimes I want my fucking mocha. Yeah, man. My mocha coffee by myself, man. I'm going to sit there and drink my, my coffee without anybody in the room <laughs> no for five mind. minutes. Yes. Yeah, man. I, I get that. But like starting a business for me, the, the I started a marketing company. And the, the motivation behind that was that I always tell my kids, you can do whatever you want. Our mantra is hard work always pays off. You could literally ask one of my kids that, right? And they'll tell you. But And we live that. But the whole reason I even got into business in the first place is because I, I tell them all the time, you can do whatever it is you want to do in this life. You can be whatever it is. You write your own book. Nobody tells you who you are. There is but no I had to prove that. House. Right. It's really what it comes down Absolutely, to. Absolutely, man. You, if, if you don't have something, you go and get it. Yep. You find a way to get it. Nobody owes you anything. Yep. Hard work pays off. Yep. So the, the everything I've ever got, the first 300 I ever got on a PT test, I was thinking of my children in the back of my head. Fuck okay. Yeah. My oldest son, I was thinking of him. Yeah. I want to get promoted E6. That was one of the, the things to do it. Now I'm going to go with uh, shout out to vet with a sign here because yes. the, 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 hard, sign. high PT tests do not equal good leadership, but that was kind of how the military was, especially back then. Right. Yeah. So, um, my point is that everything I've ever, ever done came from that motivation that was good and then led into another business, which was, has been very successful, yeah. a product that I invented. Um, but, but that's it, man. It, it's cool. It's kind of weird and it's strange and we can talk about that too. But, you know, the Forge 4 project came from, it's a lot of stuff, man. When, when I went to basic training uh, in 99, I, I went to Benning. I have no idea why because I, I don't know if you knew this, but I joined as a mechanic. Oh, no way. So, so when I first got to MEPS, yeah. my recruiter was like, bro, if you, you can go and be 13 series or you can be a 45 Delta and you can get a $5,000 bonus. When he said $5,000 bonus, I would have been, I didn't, I would have washed laundry, man. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I came from nothing, yeah. no, no money, none of that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it was, it was an interesting life background. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so I became that and I hated every minute of it. Yeah. So as fast as I could, I became a 13 Fox. But when I was in basic, man, I went to Benning, uh, echo three, four, seven, Sand Hill. A lot of you guys will, oh, will yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sand Hill, baby. So a lot of you guys and, and girls will probably resonate with that. But as we're coming back on our last ruck march, man, I, I finally start, I, I'm dying. It's the first thing, it's the first and only thing in my life in the military career I ever thought I might fall out of. However many miles, I yeah. have no idea, like a 70 pound rucksack yeah. on and my arches feel like they're broken off my feet. Yeah. So we're coming back. I start to recognize the training area. And I see this fire in the distance and I think about the psychology of this and yeah. it was so smart because our company commander obviously knew that we were just dying, yeah. right? So I see this fire, it takes my mind off the suck and we're, we're moving forward. Well, when we get closer, I see him, he's got this fire built in a, in like a barrel and then an anvil. And he, he's got pieces of metal on the fire and he's pulling some of them out that are hot and he's pounding them on the, the anvil and it's just dope, right? And so he gets us closer, we horseshoe around and he's like, hey, when you got here, this was you. And he had this big, nasty piece of metal and he threw it back in the fire. And he said, this is what we did to you. And he pulled it out, a hot one glowing red and he starts hitting it on the on the anvil and just sparks are flying and i'm just like whoa and That's then he dope. throws it into the water and he says this is what you become and he pulled out like an nco sword or yeah. an officer sword i don't know what it was and he did some facing movements and he's like this is what you become an instrument of war right and it was just it was the first yeah. time bro it was the first time in my life i ever felt like i accomplished anything yeah. as a 17 year old kid yeah. played football whatever but 
I was like, man, I did something, right? Huge but that is where the concept of the Forge 4 project came from, was that idea. That's why we call it Forge 4, oh, right? Like so the idea of a forge is just what everyone thinks it is. It's a blacksmith's tool to take pieces of metal or whatever and work them into something useful and good. Nice. And the idea is, is forging forward through the adversity or the flames of that forge. If you can die out in that, which is a lot, a lot of our veterans, they choose to do, they yeah. die out in that, that forge, yeah. right? Or you can choose to forge forward through that adversity and become something better. Yeah. And, and the idea is that your adversity doesn't define you. It refines you, bro. And if you'll let it, right? So that's where the Forge 4 project was, was born. And we have, you know, products and things like that, men's care line, apparel, that all of that stuff is, it feeds the beast that yeah. is going to be the Forge 4 project. And, and the total concept is trying to help veterans pull them out of isolation. Yeah. Um, built through social media and, tr and tribes and stuff like that, yeah. where they're at through education, through, uh, trade work, through field craft, whether it be long range shooting, whatever it is, we're going to do those things. Yeah. So, and, and we're infancy right now, yeah. but, but we're getting there. No, it's fucking dope. And it's, it's like-minded, right? It's yeah. very similar to, to, you know, it falls under the same umbrella as veterans. It's just getting dudes to be better. That, well, and that's what really connected us yeah. was that concept, right? Yeah. We're, it's like-minded. And the funny thing was, I was so surprised because what you talked about earlier, like when I reached out to you, you were like, bro, let's go, let's talk. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Finally, somebody who gets the idea of like, let's win, right? Yeah. And, and so it was, a, it was a breath of fresh air, man, to be able to connect that way and tell you what we're doing. You, you share what you're doing. And it's like, hey, we can team up on that project, right? Yeah. And we can do that together. And, and that's the mentality that we yeah. need to have out there. I, mean, I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, I just want to win for the community. You know what I mean? Like, look, I try to explain. I'm here to help the community for now because the community needs it now. But once I feel the community's figured it out, I'm done helping the community. I'm helping the world, bro. Right. It's time for me to start mentoring fathers and, 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 and explain my mistakes and where I fucked up and, and as well as mentor more leaders and show them like how to talk to people the right way and how not to fucking handle things and knowing every personality is different. So they all kind of have a different approach to them. We talked about with kids, like right. multiple different kids and, and all kids are, are raised and taught and slightly, uh, you know, shown different and how to handle right. certain circumstances because of how they are personally, you know, you know what I did with basic training? I made these fucking soldiers and, and I came up with this concept, just years of doing this, right? Years of being in leadership positions, years of having good leaders and shitty leaders. And, and I realized and then you listening, you will never know how to lead someone if you don't know someone straight up. Like if you don't know the motherfucker at all, what ticks, what makes them fire, what, what pisses them off, all these things. If you don't know a motherfucker, you will never be able to lead them into anything because you're leading them blind then. Yeah. Well, every, everybody's motivated differently, Everybody. man. You have to find what that motivation is to that person, right? And you can't do that without a relationship. Yep. So you have to know them. Let me explain what I did all right. for basic training. I made these kids show up first day, right? I had 25 questions and I made them answer them. And I read them all fucking night. Yeah. I read them all the next day. I knew who raised my ass things like this real particular. Who raised you? Right? Because sometimes it's a foster home. Sometimes right. it's a mom. Sometimes a grandma. Dad, sometimes mom and dad. Yeah. Sometimes grandma and grandpa. I need to know who raised them, right? Were they, were they stern? Were they present? Were they there? Were they not kind of thing? They'd answer that, right? I answer, what's your dream job? What do you want to do in the future? They'd answer that, right? Why'd you join? Be honest. You can, can say for the money. You can say for dental. You can say whatever. I want to know, right? Yeah. After 25 questions, I had so much information to each of these motherfuckers, and I memorized them, dude. I knew each person, like, passionately, and I could motivate these kids to do some fucking shit. Absolutely, man. And it was crazy, bro. It's like, how simple is that concept that no one taught me that? I created that myself because it's like, 
I need to know these guys. You you understood that deeper yeah. need to be able to do that. And these drill sergeants should know that. Like leaders should do this. There should always be that in processing of like answer these questions. Yeah. So man. then I know. Because if I if you if it's your dad who raised you, not your mom, and I said, Hey, what would your mama think? He'd be like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. My yeah. mom's gone. Exactly. Yeah. I had a soldier whose dad was an army ranger. He knows that I'm an army ranger. Fucking, we're doing a road march, a 12 mile road march. The dude's falling out. I'm like, James, this is his actual name. James, what do you think your dad would fucking feel right now watching you fucking feel bad for yourself? Feeling sorry for yourself right now. How would you think your dad would feel? I swear to you, by the end of that road march, he was in the front. And he, he knew. messaged me years later, bro. I swear, probably like fucking just a couple years ago and said, you know, when you said that, you know exactly what to motivate. Me. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just, Rocco, that, that's just good leadership, man. I mean, you talk about, the, the, uh, years ago, they tried to talk about these things called leader books and stuff, right? And, and it was kind of that concept. Yeah. It was probably five, six years ago where you got to know the people in your squad and you knew their birthdays, you yeah. knew how many kids they had, what their names yeah. were, those kinds of things. And if you do those things, you implement those concepts, you know that person in and out. Yeah. And if you were to send them a text, I mean, you put it in a National Guard setting, right? Yeah. Where we, we, one weekend a month, two weeks out of the summer for the most yeah. part, unless you're active duty like me. Yeah. You send that dude a text or that girl a text on their kid's birthday and say, hey, wish little Annie happy birthday for me today. Yeah. What, kind of, what kind of buy-in do you think they're going to have oh, for your leadership? That's not gaining respect. It's huge, man. As a leader, you should want them to respect you. Absolutely. If they don't respect you, they can't fully follow you, right? You, you know, you say it all the time, but like when you are leading soldiers, it's a family. Yes. And, and the leadership concept comes in many different ways and different forms to different people. And it's, it's a, this dynamic thought, right? Yeah. That's like Jocko's new book, The Dichotomy of Leadership, yeah. right? It, it's, it's an incredible book, but it talks about those things. But I'm telling you, nobody has the exact way to lead every single person. The, the army and the military give us a, a cookie cutter, yep. like let's get by with this. Mm -hmm. But unless you make it personal, you'll never fully effectively Bro, if your lead. Textbook, you're, you know, if your textbook in, in fucking 7-8 fucking infantry tactics, you're never right. going to fucking complete the mission. Right. right? If your textbook's yeah. in anything, there's always a fucking sway. There's the gray space of where we need to live sometimes on how to do things, right? Yes. There's a personal example, man. Driving to a wrestling match. I got two daughters. Both are fucking high-level wrestlers. One of them's 15, one of them's 17. Badasses, man. They're fucking cool, right? Yeah. I'm driving to a fucking tournament, and one of them, I say, all right, what's the plan? Visualize. Tell me. She goes, uh, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to expect them to shoot. I'm going to sprawl. I'm going to get to the back, get my points. I was like, all right, and then run a half. Yep, cool. That's it. And so if you have the opportunity, go ahead and get a fucking, uh, you know, get your tilts in, get your points, blah, 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 get the win, right? That's one. The other one, I'm like, hey. What's the plan? Because I don't know, Dad. I'm too nervous. Don't stop. Stop. Stop talking to me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Okay. I'm going to stop talking. 45 minute drive. She's sitting in the back fucking wanting to cry because she's so nervous. So much anxiety. Right. I know this about her though. Yeah. And I also know what fires her up and what turns her on. Right? Like what, get, what, what, what flips her switch. Yeah. We get there. I'm like, all right, enough fucking around. You're better than these girls. You know you're faster than them and you're athletic. Show them how fucking athletic you are today right now. Stop with all the thinking and just fucking do. Okay? Yes. Get your shit on. Let's go warm up. Boom. And that was it. Yeah. I know that. I can't talk to my fucking 15 year old that. She'll shut off. She shuts right off. It's just technically, you know what you need to do? Do the sprawl, get your points. Let's go. Same, man. I mean, I, I have the same situations with my kids. I've got an older son. He's, a, he's in the military. He was my literal rule follower. If I said, hey, stand on your head until I get home, I could know that kid was standing on yep. his head when I, I until him. I got home. That's right. Yep. Okay. There you go. My next son, that kid, 
it's totally different motivation for him. I have to, I have to find that motivation that, that meets what he expects and and find that way to do it. Because I could tell him that he'd be downstairs playing video games and be like, you never said that to me, dad. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I did. Let's, let's talk about this. Right. I have to be stern with my older one to put her in place. Right. Put her in check because her own emotions get the best for her. And I have to check that. Like, stop. Enough. Yes. Right? I have to give her the, the, the version of me that like, I don't like to give people. I give so my soldiers don't listen same, right? Like yeah. same as a soldier. You go to one soldier, yeah. like, listen up, private. Don't disappoint me today. I need you to go out there and give your best. Roger that. That guy's going to run through a fucking wall for me. Right. You know, I go to another soldier and be like, but wake up, wake the hell up. I need you to get through that damn wall. And they're going to run through that damn wall. Right. Both of them needed that. Right. Yeah, exactly. And if you do it vice versa, they don't work. Nope. They don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. And that's the fucking leadership dog. But there you now, go. Give me your thousand dollars to everybody and go fucking lead your families. <laughs> bro, hey, hey, that is your trajectory though, brother. It really is because it's it, one of the things that, uh, that, that I see from you is that you're living that lifestyle, yeah. right? And, and more of us as veterans need to step up and do that and be those kind of people. And so, you know, with veteran, that's, that's what you're trying to accomplish right. is teach these guys how to do that. And these girls. Yeah. I was tired of, I was tired of actually just saying shit and not having an actionable, um, you know, I guess movement towards it, right? Like we can all say we give a fuck about veterans. We're all going to help them transition. We're all going to help them do this. You know, my first action was, was writing a book. Like, here's my story. Yeah. A lot of people don't fucking read, dude. A lot of people don't like to read the books. Fine. Right. People that did read the book, they got a lot from it because I was Absolutely. Honest, You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so then I was like, look, that didn't work the way I wanted to. How can I have another action, a challenge? And it's a veteran, right? Just challenge yourself to be better. And there's more to that, right? There's levels to this that I, I got to keep producing, keep creating because Still, it's not enough, right? People are like, oh, you're giving away two fucking bikes. Yeah, but there's a bigger picture here and you don't see it. And if for some reason, if I don't tell you, you don't give a fuck. Right. right. And so, and I challenge everyone who's listening to this. If you're saying you're going to help veterans, what are you actually doing? If you're doing 22 push-ups for veteran awareness, I'm pretty sure the world is aware. Bro, yeah. that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's a touchy subject for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's not, it, I'm not, Right. I'm not trying to offend people. I'm saying... What did you actually do? I'm with you 100% on this, okay? 22 push-ups a day, stop doing that. How about you call 22 of your brothers and sisters a day and say, how are you doing? I love you. I love you. Yes, I miss you. I care about you. What's what's going on in your life? What are you struggling with? What can I pray for you for? Whatever it is, man. I get the sentiment behind it, right? And I get the the hearts and minds vision of it. And people are like, oh, it's getting Cheryl all over. I'm going to tag you. I'm like, please don't. Please don't because my heart, knows what helps and it's not it's it's what do they call it it's virtual signaling yeah right virtue signaling yeah it's it's really i don't know man look there's a study that just came out today like how about doing 22 pushes for civilians because they're listen listen yeah. their suicide rate is just as high as us. yes just as high as us especially now yeah right now. yeah i can fucking pull up the paperwork i got it yeah yeah their suicide rate is just as high as us look you can't use it as marketing anymore man we have to do something more we get involved. To, we, have to, we have to volunteer Bro. your fucking time for organizations that give to veterans. Volunteer your fucking time if you don't can't vol- if you can't donate money. Fucking do an actionable cause. Fucking go to. I went to a homeless vet here. I helped him out and fucking by chance. By the same time someone else helped him out. Boom, he's on his way. Absolutely, right? man. Actionable things like I, you need to see something happen instead of just saying, "Hey, twenty to push the dog." I love the idea of. 
people come together for that. But I also know the truth is this doesn't go anywhere. It falls flat. If I yell, I saved a veteran's life by doing 22 push-ups, it doesn't really save a fucking life. What saves a fucking life is getting guys involved in programs, getting them counseling, getting them to stop fucking drinking, getting their hormones checked, getting them to check their fucking relationship and also fix that. Right? Absolutely. You can't sit here and think you're actually doing something positive in the community. It feels good. Everyone wants to feel good and they're, they're making an effort, right? But who actually is doing things? Right? Like my daughter said the other day, Dad, how do you actually change laws? It's like put yourself in an influential position where you can change them. Absolutely. Get educated. Yep. Right? You know what I'm doing? Back to college, dog. Hey. Back to college. More power to you, brother. I no. <laughs> I have to. I have to. No, I, I get it. And what you're doing with that is incredible, man. When you told me like what you were doing with your your degree plan, yeah. I was like, that that's incredible. That's spot on. But why not? Yeah, Dude, man. Why yeah. Not? Look at hey, you guys got voc rehab? Go back to college. Go get a fucking degree in social work and you can now be a clinical fucking psychologist, not psychologist, but a clinical fucking therapist for veterans. You can do that. Oh, hey, the fucking voc rehab will pay for it, dude. Brother, you can break that down to even something more simple. If you want to help the veteran community and you don't know how to do it, support veteran causes. Yes. It, it, with your time, with your money, whatever it is. Everybody wears t-shirts, right? Yeah. At some point in their life, they got to put a t-shirt on yeah. or else maybe you're going to jail. Yep. So buy a t-shirt from a veteran company, it's, you know, support them through that because these, these people are creating these, these ideas, these concepts, this yeah. apparel, all those kinds of things. So they can go in turn and make a yeah. difference in a veteran's life. And the other thing I'm going to say is this is stop helping them with everything. Right. If you want to help a veteran, hold him accountable for his own fucking actions. Yep. You can help him rebuild his resume, but he's got to go fucking apply for those jobs. And you know what? He's got to dress appropriate. And he's got to look appropriate. And he's got to speak appropriate, right? You cannot expect you're going to hand motherfuckers everything and they're going to appreciate it. There is no fucking appreciation and easy fucking handout. Right? These guys got to earn it. They got to fucking make hard work pays off. Absolutely, man. That's all it is. So if you think you're going to give them fucking the money, it's like you can lead a guy to fucking, you know, you can, you can teach a guy to fucking fish or you can fucking fit, whatever. Give him, I don't know what the fuck you give, you give a man a fish, you can go. eat for a day. You yeah. teach him to fish, he eats for you a lifetime. Sushi, he eats yeah. for a day. He's got sushi forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. But the point is that, like, you cannot yeah. expect these dudes to fucking be able to stand on their own two feet if you've done everything for them. You have to hold people accountable. We're human beings. We're, a veteran is no different than the fucking guy to the left and to the right other than the life experiences that he can use to really help the world. Absolutely. Now, if you fucking give him everything and he didn't do it on his own, he's never going to appreciate that. There's never a gratitude towards that. It was just a fucking hand-me-down. And is that guy ever going to use that with the right respect? Definitely not. They didn't earn it, man. No, you didn't earn it. And, and that's the thing. You can create opportunity for people, but if they don't take advantage of the opportunity, that's on them. Yeah, bro, I've, trust me, I've given a lot of veterans opportunities and they didn't take it. And I say, you can, you can, you can bring a veteran to counseling, but will he take it, right? It's like, right. You know, it's the same thing. It's the horse, the water, what you drink. It's, you have to want to get yes. better to be better. Yeah, and, okay? and you know what? Look, at, I had a cool conversation with a guy. He's like, look, I knew I had a drinking problem. I just didn't want to stop. I'm like, okay. There'll be a moment, there'll be a point in your life where you have to stop. You know, and if you know you have a problem, just take action. Take action. Absolutely, man. Massive action. Fuck. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Hey, I'll say this. You guys, 
listening to Brick, I just love talking to him because he's just so positive. He's also so honest with it, with his reflections on life and everything else he's experienced. But don't forget, Brick is also a very successful entrepreneur. He's been an entrepreneur magazine, uh, entrepreneur junior magazine, all these different things. Now it's my turn to blush. But no, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm saying you've done a lot of good shit in the business space. You guys can look him up. Uh, I want you guys to really understand this is the real real dude like you're one of the real i appreciate that man and, and it's nice to finally get you on here where i can figure out my fucking you know my podcast space bro th- i've been wanting to do this for a long time well i'm glad you're here now yeah. dude, and we can do this more often right absolutely sub- let's fucking hit them with it absolutely man please tell the listeners where they can find you where they can go to your go to your force forward um um, um products i use them I use, yeah. I'm actually out. How do you like them, bro? More. How do you like them? Lo- Dude, me and my They're son, great, we right? Walk out and we have my wife, my, smell my chest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's just an excuse to get your wife to there smell you your go. chest. There oh, you go. That's good. So she stopped smelling my finger. So now. <laughs> <laughs> she understood where that was going. Yeah. Uh, Either way, man, tell me they can find you, bro. Hey, guys, I appreciate you guys all listening to this. If, uh, if you want to check out what we're doing, you can go to forgefordusa.com. That's forgefordusa.com. You can grab a t shirt. You can grab a hoodie, a hat, a belt. We have some dope stuff. Uh, we actually have a product out there that's a, a shave oil, but it's it's all in one. It's a shave oil, a beard oil, and an aftershave all in one. I'm telling you guys, it'll change your life how you shave. Uh, it, it's incredible. Uh, you can find us on social media at Forge Ford USA uh, or also the Forge Ford Project. Doc, or excuse me, the Forge Ford Project. Go follow us. Find out what we're doing. I promise you guys will love what's coming. All right, y'all. We're out. Took the blows and